Hey, Postables, you're listening to Deliver Me a Podcast, brought to you by Casey, Jess, and Cami. A special thanks to James Jandrish for letting us use the music on our show. Now, grab some Yahoo or a kombucha, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, Postables, and welcome back to Deliver Me a Podcast. We've had a little bit of a hiatus, but we're so excited to be back today talking about one of my personal favorite movies starring our very own Eric Mabius. Seinfeld along- delivered. Oh, wait. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Mabius with Brooke Dorsey, How to Fall in Love. So um, this was actually the first time I saw Eric was this movie. What about you guys? Did you see him here first or sign sealed delivered? Sign sealed. Here. How to, how to fall in love, how to fall, seeing him and how to fall in love is what got me interested in sign sealed. I said, Oh, it's that guy from how to fall in love. Yeah. This will be good. This will be good. And and that is like, and then it was like, oh, he's a he's playing another stiff, nerdy kind of guy. Okay, you know, he apparently he apparently plays this role very well. <laughs> yes, the characters are very similar in temperament for sure. <laughs> um, but let's dive and right in. in vocab. Well, not 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 vocabulary per se, but uh, I, I mean put. Put Oliver in glasses, and you've got Harold pretty close anyway. So, do do we feel like young Harold would like young Oliver? Did anybody have that thought? Oh, anybody go? Oh, he would hmm. totally. I don't know because wasn't young Oliver supposed to be a little bit more rebellious? <laughs> not, not really, because he started. I mean, he left. He left home, but he w- he wasn't rebellious, and he was still really old fashioned. And he started not wanting to go outside from a very early age. So, hmm. I pictured all young Oliver a little more, a little different, I guess. <laughs> Apparently, I pictured him wrestling in high school. So, um, that's the thing. <laughs> So when he took off his coat, I think it's because he took off his coat and threatened to beat up the guy that pickpocketed his like rolling he up his cops. Not, he did not threaten to beat anybody up. He just said, implied. I'm going to give you a choice. You can give it back or you can get by me. You can get by me. But there is Which no means- way that that guy was ever going to. I, I think, think Oliver O'Toole would surprise us, but we're there's digressing. a little more rebellion in him than we think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this is this is not about Oliver O'Toole. <laughs> this is about a man named Harold, <laughs> and we've lost Cammy. Harold White. Harold White. No, I'm here. Harold White. <laughs> Okay, so the movie starts with a flashback from 20 years prior when Harold is going to the homecoming and he thinks that he has a date 
in um, Annie's date. But it turns out that she wanted them all to go as a group, that she did not believe that this was going to be a one-on-one. We're going as a couple. Um, so it's a little bit of a sad beginning for Harold. And then we quickly flash forward. Um, and Harold is an accountant. And he has a passion for photography. And Annie is a struggling event planner who lives with her sister and, yeah, needs to go find a job because she's not finding any luck with the event planning at all. Poor thing. Yes. Poor thing. Poor dear. So can I can I just say really quickly about the beginning? Did you find it at all ironic that the um, the transition from the past to the present was the camera flash from mom's camera, given the fact that Harold has such a passion for photography. Oh, I thought that was a fine little choice. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought, I thought that it was, I was like, Oh, I, I caught that this time around. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's very subtle. We don't know he's into photography yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely a very clever choice to, to kind of put that little, little breadcrumb in there for Harold's passion. And, um, so we also learned something else about Harold. He has this crush that he sees, in the, he gets crushed on this girl in the coffee shop, but he never has the nerve to, uh, ask her out because he's very socially awkward. He's very shy. And honestly, Harold just does not think well of himself. He's, he still sees himself as that awkward boy who basically got rejected <laughs> and home. Oh my, because- oh my gosh. That, that is one of the saddest parts of the whole movie. When Annie tells him to look in the mirror and tell her what he sees and it flashes back. Can I just say Rowan Khan? He is adorable as young Harold, you know, <laughs> he's just precious anyway. So flashes back to his younger self and he says, I see the guy who stayed home every Friday night doing his homework. I'm like, oh, that poor kid. It's just, it's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. That he still cannot. And, and you know, and she says, Harold snap out of it your awkward years you're scaring are, me <laughs> your awkward years are over no his awkward years are not over his physically awkward years are over but you know but your awkward years are over put it behind you and it was just like thank you for saying that annie because he needed that so much <laughs> yeah he yeah. was like really stuck there for a bit because i don't know about y'all but High school was a while. It was all. It's been. A, it's been a few years. <laughs> I don't know that I have those um, triggering moments from high school. But then again, I did have a decent high school experience. Yeah. Okay. I loved high school, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, so uh, Harold's friend Willie, who I think is an awesome character. Oh my god, oh, he's so much fun. I love Willie. <laughs> He says, yo, dude, you need a dating coach because you can't he even ask out this like girl. <laughs> you can't ask this girl at the coffee shop and you need help. <laughs> so, yeah. 
And Harold needs a lot of help. Yeah. And so he goes to see this this coach. And as Harold puts it, she was more interested in making a sale. So he's like, no, no, this isn't going to work. Uh, um, not gonna but fly. then he runs into Annie at the diner. And um, she, they kind of get to talking a little bit. And then uh, later, Annie is looking for a second job. And this is how she becomes his dating coach. But before we get there, I want to talk a little bit about Annie's sister, Claire. How do y'all feel about Claire? As a big sister, I don't blame her. Because sometimes as a younger, younger sister, I thought she was rear. really rude. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Like, Annie was basically kind of... I don't know. Annie, to me, reminds me of somebody who's like, go with the flow. Like, it, I, I don't want to stereotype, but I'm going to. She's I'm orange. An child. She she's is orange. A She's a she's a typical youngest child who's just like kind of a space cadet and like do 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 do. Youngest child here. Youngest child here. And I'm a and real child. So I will say it. I'm a real youngest child. See, Jess only has one older sister. I've got five older brothers. See, I'm okay, exactly like, like, in the role of Annie and her sister Claire. Okay, okay, older. point taken. Yeah. So I identify. I'm kind but, of saying it a little tongue in cheek, to be honest with you. But from an older sister perspective, if my younger sibling was living with me and was not did not have ambition to go do the things like I have these things I have I have moments with my sibling my brother where I'm just like bro <laughs> like come on and so I I do I don't blame her and here's the thing and I will say this again as an oldest child we have our flaws we're too blunt we're mean we're bullies so uh there you go. Yeah, have the truth coming from Casey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would so I have done that? Probably yes. Would I have felt bad? Oh yeah, definitely. But I totally but understand. My problem with it was she gives her this like come to Jesus moment where she's like, face reality, no free rides, grow up. She says this right after Annie gets the diner job. Like Annie is trying. And then she just like hits her like, she's trying. She got a job. What more do you want from her? I think it's also the fact that like Annie just she's just going she's she's just going with stuff like 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 there's no real pathway and I feel like as an older sibling if I saw my younger sibling just jump from job to job oh I'll try this oh I'll try this and I know that they have a lot of uh talent and passion and fervor for other things and they're not going to their fullest potential like I probably I I, I probably would do the same I mean to be honest I'd probably be like come on <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't think I would kick my sister out of the house or that she would kick me out of the house. <laughs> like, that's pretty much what she was doing or where she was going. All right. Okay. So here, here's you the thing. Can you lay it on us? <laughs> yeah. I'm laying it on you because I'm a youngest child in my family and I am the oldest in-law in I, I'm the oldest in-law in my uh, husband's family. So I've had, and the, the youngest brother was 10 when we got married. So I've watched a lot of these kids grow up. And I will, I will come out right now and say that I will see some of them make some choices that I just go, are you 
joking me, you know? And so that's the Claire in me. So I, I am, and I'm not saying this just to, just to be on the fence, but I literally do think that, um, it's, I can see it from both perspectives. I will say the first time I watched this movie, I was totally with Annie. I was like, Claire, what is the problem with you, girl? And, <laughs> and, when her, and when her husband said, are you sure that you're not just punishing her for being the baby? And I was like, yeah, man. You know? <laughs> okay. When that happened, I was like, oh, he's right. <laughs> But I I think real quick on our dynamics, I do think it's interesting, too, because like, Jess, you and your sister are probably most, I mean, like the family dynamics probably similar in that regard. For me, I have a younger brother. So that's different. And then Cammy, you are, you're the only girl. So that's even different, even though you are the youngest. So like, there are all these little facets of like our perspectives, which I think is very interesting. But yeah, yeah, I had the opposite reaction with Claire, because I very much... I, I identify so, with her. So I thought I thought that there were a couple of times where Claire needed to shut her mouth. I was like, okay, honey, you can just hush now. And and when and when her husband said, Are you sure that this isn't payback? And I just went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then on the <laughs> other but then on the other hand, looking at Annie, I'm just like, girl. Get it together. You are not in high school anymore. You are not in college anymore. You know, and she'd bet she'd been there for what three months. You know, and I'm just like, come on. You know, I mean, I'll I'll yeah, kind of right- see that as a long period of time. And I think no, if they had made I, it longer, I, I would I have understood more. Yeah, I don't see that as a really long period of time, but as somebody who also lived with my mom as a married woman it, <laughs> do i have to say anymore you know i mean i my husband and i were actively trying to get out and get our own home and we just couldn't and there were nights when i would lie awake just going oh when are we going to get out of here how can we get out of here what more can i do and my mom would just say well you chill you know <laughs> okay and we but we finally did afford our own home and it was the best feeling to be able to be our own family to have our own home and you know to actually feel like a grown up i i told my husband i said we are getting our own home before i turn 40 because i am not turning 40 and leaving with my mother you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> we got plenty got plenty of cushion time so i see both sides long story short i see both sides there were a lot of times where claire was pushing in and it kind of reminded me of my brother i'm just like "Mm, i'm having this conversation with my brother in my head (laughs) and and, but there but but annie was just la 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 i just and the other thing was it she kind of shows her true colors when claire wants to talk to her and she's like is this about my dirty dishes in the sink borrowing your sweater without asking yeah and i was like why are you doing that stuff if you're trying to stay in her good graces so yeah i think claire needed to back off but i think annie needed to grow up so but i 
also think too, from a story perspective, it makes it it makes it better that they are flawed characters. Because how boring would this movie be if Claire's sister was like, "Oh, honey, it's fine. You can stay as long as you like." Right. Like <laughs> Annie would have never learned anything, and we would have been like, "Oh, that's not realistic." Yeah. <laughs> So I have two more things to say on this and then I'll shut up and we'll move on. But one, I think, oh, <laughs> I think it wouldn't have, I think it wouldn't have bothered me so much if she had just like, if Claire had handled it a little bit, I think it's just the way she came about it. Cause I do understand like you want, she wants her sister to, to succeed and grow. I, I totally get that. But it was just the way she was like, you need to grow up face reality. Like that's so harsh. Like, yeah, yeah. That that's, that's why I think that Claire needed to shut her mouth several times and just say, okay. And my second off, point, baby, <laughs> my second point is I hate that there's this, like, I was listening to this podcast. This is way off topic, but whatever. Um, by Jennifer Fulweiler. And she studied anthropology and talked about how it, we live very contrary to how older civilizations live because families, stayed together they stayed in a community they took care of each other and i hate this idea of like like if you live with a family member or if you're you know what i mean you rely on each other that's a bad thing so anyway that's off just topic, look but. at the waltons <laughs> well filipinos are like that so yeah multi-generational families or mm-hmm. you know they all live together my cousin is 40 and lives with her mom still. But, I mean, they have a split-level house. So it's almost like she's got her apartment downstairs and her mom lives upstairs. But it's – I mean, it's not unheard of in the Philippines. They all live in clans. Right. But you have oh, to all yeah. pull your weight. Like, it's not like anyone's, like, just doing nothing. That's the thing. You all have to pull your weight. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, but that's the, that's the Latin culture as well. We saw it all the time when I lived in Nicaragua. So, Yeah. All right, moving on from our like fifteen minutes. Wow, <laughs> that was a rampage. We all got really, really passionate. So Annie gets her second job as Harold's dating coach. So she sells this idea to a very reluctant Harold, but he eventually agrees. And we begin with lesson one: self confidence, and that gets us into the. Harold, you gotta you look in the mirror and say your finer qualities, and he can't think of any. And she's Not like, Harold, one. you're scaring me here. <laughs> say, I look good with confidence. I look good. <laughs> Eric's performance right there, classic, classic. Oh yeah, I look good. good. <laughs> I can't even do it with a serious face. <laughs> This this whole like that that whole sequence just makes me smile so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he needs it. He, he does. you know we we kind of have this idea you know that we can't be we don't want to be vain we don't want to like sit there and like talk good about ourselves all the time. But like Harold is to the point where he's self depreciating. Like you said, Kimmy. Like he sees him. He only sees like his perceived flaws, and he can't think of anything good about himself. And so he needs this like little booster of like yeah, I have. I have a well, great smile. Well, and-, <laughs> and the and the great thing about Annie is she finds those good qualities. I remember watching this for the first time. I I said to myself, could I do that? Because I I know of a couple of people who were complete nerds. Complete nerds when when I was in <laughs> high school. <laughs> <laughs> the, no no well i didn't know you in high school jess 
Tammy, let me let me just stop you right there. I was a complete nerd in high school. We shouldn't okay. be surprised. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. But I'm talking about guys. You know, okay. just no social skills around girls. They they could not they could not have gotten a date to save their lives because they were so socially awkward. And I and I said, I said to myself while while watching this, I'm like, could I take one of those guys and turn him into a heartthrob? Oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> but Harold, Harold had those amazing qualities that were just waiting to come out. I mean, tell me, please, what normal red-blooded woman in her right mind would not absolutely adore the fact that he loves all the old love songs. Hello, well, clearly Julie. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he loves all the old love songs. He's a superb cook. You know, I'm just like, okay, so he needs to learn how to talk to girls. He's got traits to back it up. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that was something that I was not quite sure about some of the guys I knew in high school. <laughs> I'm just like, do you guys have the traits to back it up now? Because you didn't back then. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> but yeah, Harold's got the goods. He just he just needs to learn how to get it out. Mm-hmm. Gotta believe yeah. in himself. And then they exercise and Andy keeps quizzing him. So he does know his qualities. Tell me five things you like about yourself. Go. The exercise montage is beautiful. It really is. So fun. The exercise and clothing montage. Yes. All those outfits. Some of those are bad. Oh, man. That, what was it? That leather jacket. I was like, whoa. Yellow one. Yeah. mm -mm. No. I don't think yellow is many people's color. It's definitely not my color. I just don't like yellows. I mean, he did kind of look like a bumblebee, but in a way, I kind of thought it was cute. I was like, I'd go on a a date with that guy, yellow button-up shirt with black slacks. (laughs) I'd go on a date with him. (laughs) This was filmed in 2012, or this came out in 2012, so, you know, time period. Time period. (laughs) 2010. Yes. <laughs> uh yes, yeah, so he gets his little his mini makeover. And that make, brings us to lesson two breaking mm. the ice. <laughs> oh dear sweet Harold. Oh, like I said, he needs to learn how to talk to girls. <laughs> what is this hard? Well, in his defense, she kind of throws him to the wub. She brings him to a club, which for that a socially awkward so person mean. is a little rough. Like you just bring him to a club and you're like go ask that girl out. <laughs> I'm like, okay, poor Harold. I mean, if you, I mean, I guess it's one of those things where you're like, sink or swim. Here you go. Well, and he yeah, sunk. For people who have social anxiety, that is like a death sentence. Like he was going, he was, there was no way he was going to succeed. <laughs> okay. That is, okay. Good, good point there. Is Harold socially is he just socially awkward or do we think he also suffers from a little bit of social anxiety because there is a difference there is there is a big difference um because i can sometimes at different times suffer from social anxiety especially when it's um like new people i'm with or people i'm just there's like too many people or whatever like i 
overcompensate for myself, but then my heart's like racing and I'm like, oh my gosh, can we be done now? I don't, um, I don't think he has, I mean, that's not the impression I got. I don't think he has social anxiety because after he said everything that Annie told him to say, he literally had nothing else to say. You know, and he just turned around and went back to Annie. I'm just like, oh, dude, you can't do anything on your own, can you? <laughs> so I really do think that he is just that bad. So I didn't yeah. get that vibe. That I didn't get the social anxiety vibe. Yeah, they didn't really give us, I, I guess, enough to like make us think that he was, mm-hmm. if he was. Um, it was so funny though when she's like Harold I didn't think I needed to tell you that you have to make some conversation after one introduce yourself two make some conversation three ask her out one two three (laughs) (laughs) foolproof system here guys so can we just can we just talk about really quick uh the scene where Harold meets Willie for golf and and they're talking about how bad you know, Willie's saying how bad his golf game is and how Harold hasn't missed anything because he's not getting any better. And then he looks over at him and he goes, whoa, <laughs> what happened? And he's like, oh, traffic. But no, what happened to you? <laughs> and then he even says, women are going to be all over you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, he was, and he golfs better too you know <laughs> everything is just falling right into place well kind of, kind of. we're getting <laughs> there, there there are still some hurdles but yeah <laughs> well i mean when you when you dress good and well when you feel good you dress good and when you dress good you perform better that's why they always say for young people listening i don't know if any of you are still in school but if you are taking a test dress up Hmm. And when you're studying, eat blueberries. That helps your mental mind too. But anyways, yeah, dress up and you do better. Your mental mind, huh, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> your mental mind. <laughs> it's been a long day, y'all. It's been a long day. You know what I meant. Our our brains are still freezing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so after the club scene, they have to do some extra credit because Harold needs a lot of extra credit, and they have um that I feel like for me was the first spark that they had when she told him to say something nice, but sincere. And he was like, how about you have beautiful Beautiful eyes eyes. and it felt real. And that was like the first spark between them. Yeah. This is moving somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. When, uh, I mean, cause he kind of stands up, he prepares himself and very Oliver like, yeah. And he, (laughs) he tilts his head and, gazes right at her and says you have beautiful eyes and she's completely caught off guard mm-hmm. and just gazing <sighs> you, know, <laughs> you can almost hear it you can almost hear a giggle come out of her mouth it doesn't quite get there and then he goes how was that <laughs> well, no, no he doesn't he doesn't say how was that but but he walks away and she goes uh, good that that almost real, real. Yeah. <laughs> just like somebody's getting affected (laughs) (laughs) yep and harold is learning because right after that he goes to the coffee shop and he gets julie's number although technically she asked him out but we'll let it slide he gets her number it's all good he gets her number 
he started he started the conversation mm-hmm. he started he the conversation he introduced himself he made some conversation and then she asked him out so technically the one two three system did happen okay it wasn't all him but it happens <laughs> and this brings us to lesson number three the art of conversation mm. which is a two-step process ask questions and listen very simple Mm-hmm. And one of those questions should not be, what are your career goals, Harold? <laughs> <laughs> not a job interview. I feel like I'm at a job interview. Kathy and Jimmy. Oh my gosh. Kathy and Jimmy was such a great addition to this movie. I'm she so was glad fun. That, I'm so glad that she did it because it was just so fun. <laughs> Yes, so Harold has to learn a little bit about appropriate questions, <laughs> but he does is able to take um, Julie out to drinks, and we begin to see that Harold and Julie have very different interests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Julie's really um, an adventurous spirit. She wants to go out and do things. She likes monster movies. <laughs> She's very, but, but you know, but that's not a bad thing that they have different interests. But we're going to see later why it's a bad thing. But we'll get there. All right, so that brings us to lesson four, which is to start sharing, which is all about sharing your passions and what moves you. And for, uh, I almost said Oliver, (laughs) for Harold, this is his photography. That is is really his big passion, is his photography. I find it so interesting that with the start sharing lesson, he starts sharing with Annie. Mm Mm-hmm. He he does most of the sharing with Annie. He shares a little bit. He shares he shares a little bit with uh, with Julie, but most of the sharing is mm-hmm. done with Annie. He said he shows her he shows her his photos that uh, that he's uh, taken and that he's printed and that are really important for him. He cooks for her and he's, you know, he's trying out all of these recipes on her. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. you're, who are you supposed to be sharing with? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, and that's really the genius of the writing of this movie is that as Annie is teaching him these lessons, she's simultaneously proving that she's the one for him and that she's the one who gets him, but she doesn't even realize that's what she's doing. <laughs> like she's not inauthentic about it. She genuinely does take interest in what he's sharing with her. She's like yeah. proving her own point the whole time. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. Well, I, mean, really it, it, I mean, it helps that he's practicing with her. So <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> well, like, they, can't help how, they can't help but fall in love. <laughs> let's, let's make a list here. Candlelit dinners, gorgeous photos. His favorite movie is Casablanca. Loves vintage vintage love songs. I repeat, is there any normal woman who has red blood? Julie, <laughs> who would not like this? Julie, <laughs> Julie was written to not like this. <laughs> I'm just like, would you get a romantic bone in your body, Julie? What is your deal? (laughs) Sorry, that was a little, I I was sharing my passion a little too much. (laughs) Kim is getting passionate. (laughs) When it comes to romance. (laughs) But speaking of romance, lesson five, 
make her, make feel, her feel special. special. <laughs> and as Annie says, you want to make her special as well as to move. You want to start moving to being a little more serious now that you're starting to get to know each other. And so he's thinking of Julie. He knows she likes the city. And he suggests, okay, I could do a romantic dinner for her in the city. And then Annie, of course, says, you know, we, we should go uh, go there first and check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure, Annie. <laughs> well, let's go there and check it out. Wink, wink. Because <laughs> she's already falling for him by this point, And she knows it. Like, we know Annie is already there. <laughs> Annie is by the river called Denial. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so they go there and they begin to talk about the homecoming this is the first of two kind of bigger conversations they have about it and i have a big question about this but i'm going to save it for the second time they talk about it okay so this this um this first time they just really talk about she remembers i think that they danced and they did not dance and he tells her about that and she feels really bad and apologizes so this is their first awkward conversation about homecoming how'd you guys feel about this first first conversation about it her line her line about i didn't make you feel that way did i that is that is classic grown-up popular girl yeah Mm-hmm. Does not remember anything. Completely disregarded him in high school because she was one of the popular girls. Mm-hmm. Which but, is interesting because I feel like in the flashback they don't make her feel like th- that kind of snotty popular girl. It's yeah, more just I don't. Cool. I don't, think, I, don't I, think, I don't know. I don't think she was snotty. I just think that you know he. She just was not interested one iota in him. Yeah. So she reminded me of a popular ditzy girl. Mm. I really think that Annie, even as young Annie, deep down, her heart is just a kind, nice person. However, I think she's just very ditzy. I mean, even as an adult, she's like, <laughs> ah, da, 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 da. and you're like, uh and i mean another reason why i feel like she is just kind of ditzy is because she didn't she thought she danced with harold like you would remember those things you know what i'm saying there are certain Mm -hmm. things from high school that you would remember i don't remember every little detail but i sure can tell you who i went to different like events with and like different things that happened or funny moments or things that stand out like I would remember if I danced with the dude. (laughs) Your date. (laughs) The guy who was supposed to be your date. But yeah, I thought it was a classic popular girl who has grown up. She, She totally disregarded him in high school. She remembered everything wrong because she just, it, it left her brain completely. But she d- does feel bad for being kind of a rude person and mm-hmm. not a- and now she's just feeling very guilty I, mm-hmm. oh my gosh i did that oh you know so she's horrified at herself which is good it gives me hope for her you know it's a, re- <laughs> it's a redemptive moment for her you know it is, like, it, redemptive. It is. it is a redemptive she apologizes. moment she realizes wow i really hurt him yeah. And she didn't even know that she did it because she even made the comment, I think it was earlier in the movie, I just thought he was a nobody. And I was like, Harold, oh, not a nobody. 
Harold is not a nobody. <laughs> Harold, I would have gone to homecoming with you back then, just so you know. <laughs> we could have been two nerds awkwardly there. Together. I was about to say, you were a nerd too, so you, know, <laughs> you, you would have gotten along great. <laughs> it would have been great. We would have both been awkward and had no idea what to do. So, our next lesson. Lesson number six. Getting close. Getting close. Yeah. Uh, but so she, when she comes over, though, when she comes over for this lesson, she comments on his new pictures. She's paying attention. Showing she that is she paying takes interest um, in his stuff. And um, then they have to talk about the art of kissing. <laughs> oh, 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 man. And her advice is to use your eyes. When you're talking to a girl, if she's looking at you the same way, she's giving, she's you, giving you the, the green, green light. light. <laughs> and then they kiss. And holy moly, I needed a fan like this moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Well, you, I know. You, ne- you needed what? <laughs> I needed a fan. It was getting hot in there. Casey? <laughs> Casey? We, we got her. <laughs> it took... 46 episodes but we finally <laughs> broke jess we broke her yeah it was intense guys uh and then but but for real though it was intense i didn't it was I, hot I, <laughs> you. the first time i saw this now i had a scene sign still delivered so i was like okay you know you know and then i've seen all the hallmark stuff and there's always the interrupted kiss so i was like oh it's gonna get interrupted the stove is gonna <laughs> go off or whatever and then they get closer and i'm like what and that was okay that was not a practice kiss that was a kiss that was a kiss <laughs> kiss that was that was something it, oh. and mm. yeah i had to pause it because i was <laughs> no on the floor you need dropped. to savor oh, this <laughs> I, I, I was i was i was shook y'all i was so shook this was also filmed in 2012 this would not happen in a hallmark <laughs> movie in 2021 the, but see here's the here's the great thing about it there was nothing there there was nothing yucky about it there was no, no. there was nothing that made it like okay guys nothing made me want to look away (laughs) didn't get horribly uncomfortable or anything like that it was just a really really good kiss it was was sultry it i mean (laughs) not slinky it was not slinky It was not slinky. I mean, it was steamy. Movie. It was not slinky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for a Hallmark movie, this kiss ranks up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially for two people who aren't supposed to be in love. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. All the hot steaming kisses on Hallmark <laughs> are with already established couples. That's Annie true. and Harold are not established. And woo! Bless yeah. up! And then I love the, the quick exchange at the end. It was great. Oh, I mean, I mean, it, you did okay. You did okay. How, how do you feel about it? I feel okay. Just you okay? Did you did okay. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Refocus. Harold takes Julia on a date. Bummer. Because we don't like to see that. <sighs> but um, she's disappointed because she wanted to do stuff in the city. And this is where... The fact that they have different interests becomes a problem because she kind of insults his interest, like in the mm-hmm. way she she talks to him about the things he cares about. She makes them seem like 
stupid or boring. And that's when it becomes a problem. So. Yeah. Well, Which and with kind of the... I don't want to be like, it was a shame because I, I honestly didn't care for Julie all that much because I kind of felt like she, I don't know. I just wasn't too into her, which we weren't supposed to be into her anyways. I was about to say, we're not supposed to like her. So, <laughs> yeah, like as a decent human being, I just kind of felt like Julie was a little too dismissive, you know? I mean, when you're trying to get to know someone, I kind of feel like you have to, not, I don't want to say you want to put on a show, but you at least want to be genuine and be like, well, your photos are beautiful because you can't argue with that. You know what I'm saying? But she was just completely like, not interested. Lesson seven is next. Compromise. Compromise. And um, beginning oh, Jess, this lesson. Jess, Jess, we what? forgot to mention that as unfortunate as this date was and how she was disappointed with the idea of dancing at home to candlelight. Ugh, I That is what is so, that is what is the most frustrating to me about this thing is that woman. Oh my gosh, that woman does not know how dating works. Moving on. <laughs> um, but the one thing, I keep thinking I'm going to get off my romantic soapbox. It doesn't happen. Um, the one thing that does happen that is a good thing is Annie gets recommended for the event planning job. Because this mm. is where yes. this is where the one good thing that comes out of this date is Julie says, Harold, do you know any event planners? <laughs> well, funny you should ask. <laughs> Yes, so she gets she gets the the start in her industry, so that's great. Um, and he's uh, I love the scene too, where, right at the beginning of this lesson, where he's taking photos of her at the playground. That was so sweet. And then he I later never, makes a collage. I never <laughs> pass up a beautiful photo. How can you not fall for him? I don't know. I don't that's, get it. That's like the, that's the thing of this movie. How Harold, you. And that really made her feel you. special. It made her feel special. <laughs> it did. Check, check, See? check. It's all playing out. And then he shares his passion with her because he wants to, he's like, will you want to come with me when I take some photos? Great. I'll see you at five. Wait, in the morning? <laughs> that would have been me. We all know me. Five, five, five in the morning. <laughs> I could stay yeah, up till five and then go to bed. <laughs> I'm not be waking up at five in the morning. But she goes. Oh, no, 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 no. He comes for her at five oh. in the morning. Yes, oh, very, she has very to be Oliver ready. Mm -hmm. She has to be ready by mm -hmm. ten till so that he can come oh. for her at five in the morning. <laughs> but um, yeah, but it's a really a really great moment for them though because she takes such a great interest. She the magic. What do you call it? The magic light that he talked about. Uh, yes. magic hour. Hour. Golden hour magic hour Ma magic hour also um, known as golden hour but you know that's good yeah and she's complimenting the photos like they're like it's just perfect for them well and she's validating it she's like oh i see what you were saying you know even though mm -hmm. it's early and she's tired she doesn't she doesn't say one thing mm -hmm. to knock it you can tell that she's right. sleepy you can tell that she's sleepy and this is not something that she wants to do on a regular basis, but she totally validates everything. Oh, wow. I can see what you were saying. Oh, the, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. Yeah. She appreciates him too. Yeah. And she totally appreciates work and 
She appreciates everything about what he's doing there. Yeah. Especially because it is his passion. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then they go back, I think back to the house and they have their dance. And this is where they have the second homecoming talk where she remembers him walking her to her door and kissing and well, no, kiss her. She's asking if it happened. You know, she's right, kind but- of. She's playing out a scenario like this is what happened, right? And this is my question: Why do you think she has such a mis memory of this? Like, is it just the ditzy thing? Like, why? Because I, I feel like you said you would remember something like that. Why does she have such a false memory of what occurred? Is it just wishful thinking? Like, it would make a better story if this is how this all played out. I think it's because she's ditzy, to be quite honest with you. Because, like, I have a couple friends. Not gonna lie, they were a little. They are a little ditzy, and their memory is a little shady. And I'm like, girlfriend, that did not happen in high school. <laughs> she she is taking her feelings for him now, and she's transporting them back to that mm-hmm. time. Kind of projecting, yeah. Pro- exactly. She is taking those feelings and she is projecting them onto that time. I don't think that she remembers it happening that way. I think she's just describing a scenario like she it, that, <laughs> that she hoped it happened or that had happened with other dates. So it happened with every other guy. It must have happened with him too. I so mm. I don't think I don't think that she's technically remembering it wrong i i think yeah i also kind of wonder too if it's kind of that wishful hopeful thing because she's now realizing how much of a jerk she was to harold back then by like not remembering him and then kind of avoiding him at the dance even though he took her and not even really remembering him at all and I feel like it's an inner thing with annie and she's going oh man i was such a jerk but I couldn't have been that much of a jerk because remember we've established at at the core Annie's a nice person. Yeah, and so it's conflicting with her. So I think part of it too is her going to Harold being and she, in a way, she's trying to validate the fact that she wasn't a jerk, but she's not getting that. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. I think. Oh man, it just I mean, it's heartbreaking and adorable all at the same time when he reaches out a hand to her. And says, Julie doesn't like this kind of music. You're the only one I can dance with. I'm like, oh. Be still, my heart. I, I was like, oh. But at the same time, I was like, oh, yes. You know? <laughs> but it's so sad that the woman he is seeing doesn't like his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> it's, starting to, it's starting to click. It, yeah. It, it is starting to click with him. and and But then matt schneider's not here to steal you away you're never gonna let me live that down it's probably not (laughs) oh i mm, okay this was almost just as hot as the kiss for yours for yours truly over here dance with me i was like hello when he says it just gazing straight at her and he drops he drops down a pitch or two in his voice and he just and there's a gravelly kind of quality and he very just says, eric mabius very <laughs> eric mabius and it's like and he, and he just says dance come on dance with me like, <laughs> in through nose out through mouth in through nose out through mouth. <laughs> Julie, how? Jimmy needs an oxygen tank. 
How can you resist this man, Julie? You're I an do, idiot. I still do. I have. I, I, I'm not going to go there again because I'll just get off on another tangent. Mm. This leads us, though, to our final lesson. Follow your heart. Oh. Harold graduates. It's official. You're a heartthrob. <laughs> He's a heartthrob, even though his girlfriend was going, oh, 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 are you done yeah. yet? You he know? takes her and she's a terrible sport. She's she's late because she stay, stayed out at the club too long or whatever. Like, okay. And then she doesn't even appreciate anything. She's like, oh, this was it? What? I ruined my shoes. Like, well, oh well, then dress for it. Dress for it, you moron. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So yeah. So they, yes. this is where they they realize. Okay, they do. They eventually break up, but um, mm-hmm. we already know by this point it's over. But um, we also see Annie talking to Matt, and Harold gets a little, little, a lot jealous, a little lot. <laughs> and he's like, "Whoa, it's a new side of Harold, Je- jealous Harold." This this was really sad for me because he reverted. Mm-hmm. He had grown so much. And, you know, he joked about Matt Schneider not being there to steal her away. But, you know, it was just for fun. It wasn't it wasn't a dig at her. Mm-hmm. And and then Matt Schneider shows up in the diner. I mean, this is the one time that Matt Schneider has shown up anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like this is the fourth sighting or something. Then I would be getting a little curious. Yeah. But I mean, and Annie was not doing anything. She was patting his arm and smiling and quick hug and walk away. Oh, there she does. I I mean, that's something I would do. That's something I would do with one of my guy friends. And I'm married. I mean, I I would do it. Mm -hmm. And and even if she even if she was going somewhere else, she thinks he's taken. He's in a relationship as far as that too. That's true. Yes. So that why shouldn't she? That validates it, even if. She, you know, even though she was totally fine and innocent in her interaction with Matt, she would have been validated because she thinks that he's taken. So, Harold. (laughs) Jeez, Harold. So, yeah, he reverts. He reverts. He needed an extra lesson. Yeah, he needed some extra credit. (laughs) And, yeah, of um, getting all the facts straight. (laughs) Yes. But... So we kind of wrap up quickly. Um, Annie gets her apartment in the city because she's got these jobs now. She reconciles with her sister. Harold and Julie officially break up. And uh, she goes to the big event where all his stuff's going to be featured. And he goes to see Claire to drop off a bunch of pictures he had taken of her. And Claire sets him straight. Like, no, you dummy. She likes you, not Matt. <laughs> she didn't use those words. Okay. One, one thing about the breakup Julie seemed disappointed that Harold was not more heartbroken. That's that's the way I took it. The way she's like, well, okay. I thought maybe for a second. Goodbye, Harold. I'm just like, what do you expect? 
expect him to do? Beg for you to come back? The two of you have nothing in common. You, this is a friendly, <laughs> mutual breakup. That's the best kind. Split and go. But in, but instead, she's just like, fine. I'm like, you're angry that he's not blubbering all over the place? You know? <laughs> come on. <laughs> Another you. reason to not like her. <laughs> yeah. But, um... But yeah, so anyway, Claire Claire sets him straight. He 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 goes to the event, and I will say this for me: the ending was not my favorite. I don't mm-hmm. I don't really like mm-hmm. declarations of love in front of roomfuls of strangers. <laughs> like, no, especially when it's her first her first business thing. Like, this is her work. <laughs> and he told Mama that you were the man of her dreams. <laughs> <laughs> So. that was in private you know yeah he he found out in private why can't she you know right i felt that, like if he had taken her aside that would have been that would have been so much better for yes yeah. yes oh my gosh i watched it and i'm just like that's how it ends seriously yeah. oh come on i just yeah i really think that he should have been all business which he's very good at he should have been all business out there on the dance floor asked her to dance they and then pulled her out into the hall and said and then said i think that this is the perfect choice for right. our song so what do you what do you think her response of i think you've got great taste in music i was like um oh. <laughs> <laughs> when someone has just declared that they are in love with you that's not what you say but that's just me. <laughs> so. But yeah, so and then can use some work. But I mean, overall, like Eric and Brooke just nailed their character. Like the, their performances they were so really yeah. spot Dead. on. They because were so cute. With the wrong writing and the wrong actors, this movie could have been horrible. It really could is, have. This is kind yeah. of a, a plot line that's a little I don't want to say silly, but you know, it's it's more lighthearted. I mean, and... It's it's it is a little silly when you think okay. about it. You know? Yeah, it's okay. And we, so, we have yeah. we have fully accepted the fact that a lot of these plot lines are silly, but we love them anyway. You know, so that's okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, with them and the writing, I think that that's what really made it. You know, it made it work minus the the ending that could have been done a little differently. But we'll. We'll let it slide because the rest of the movie was so great. Can I just add one more thing? After that incredibly steamy kiss in the middle, <laughs> I, was, I was a tiny bit let down with that kiss at the end. I was like, guys. It, it, it's if, hard to top that though, Cammie. It's hard to I know. But it's true. If, but if they had been out in the hall, if it had just been the two of them... And he had declared that he loved her and that he wanted to be with her, not with Julie. There could have been more words and more passionate words mm-hmm. um, exchanged there. And, you know, I just see him taking her by the face. And, you know, I I just th- this was a we're dancing, lean in, kiss and we're dancing again. I'm like, <laughs> Really? Oh, come on. You know? <laughs> I just it the it it was such a fabulous movie that the ending just it fell short a little bit. And that was and that was kind of a disappointing part. I'm just like, oh, this is great. This is great. Yeah. 
okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Postables, we hope you enjoyed this, listening to this episode as much as we like talking about it. But before we go, as always, we have to do our trivia. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Diving right in. Question one. Who wrote How to Fall in Love? Bart Fisher. Correct. Oh, baby! <laughs> oh, baby! <laughs> Number two, what is the name of their song, and oh, who no. sings it? Uh, Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday, and and no. it's coming. It's coming. No. Uh, it's wrong. It's not. It's not. No. Okay. 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 Hold. Hold. This hold. is for my YouTube search. So hopefully, I was right. <laughs> um. Oh, Dean Martin, you're nobody till somebody loves you. No. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> I, I, I want to be loved by Dinah Washington. That's what they dance to at the end. Oh. All right. Question three. Shoot. Really, really hard one. I don't even quite understand this myself. Then anyway. why did you write it? <laughs> no, we'll see. Question three. Claire is played by Jody Thompson. She appears in a sign still delivered episode. Dark of Night. Episode. Yes. Who is she in there? I could not figure She's the it best out. friend. She is. Okay, she, that's what I yeah, thought. But I, she's the British. She's the British best friend. And I couldn't find a good screen grab right. of her. Oh, yes, 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 yes. All right, Michael. She's Oz tonight. Yes, <laughs> okay. yes. I thought she was one of the, the group at the party, but I couldn't yeah. find a good screen grab. So, okay. No, that's yeah, why I was like, I don't, I'm, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, she's the, she's the best friend. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> apparently her name was uh karen i think yeah karen which yeah I don't they think didn't they... really they didn't really say it but that's why i was confused i'm like there was a karen <laughs> anyway <laughs> question four what color is annie's car gray nope <laughs> blue yes <laughs> good job honey <laughs> two, two more uh number five what is the name of the blonde that harold meets in the club and does not do well oh, asking out. I, I have it. I have this. Yeah. I have this, and I know I have this. Amy. Yes, Amy. <laughs> Last question. What are the four ingredients that we learn about in that are in Harold's smoothie that he uh, makes for uh, Amy? I, I got it. I got I got there's that. I got that. There's a fiber, there's a green. Nope. Nope. There's nope. a pineapple, <laughs> pomegranate, and a coconut. That I only have three. And raspberry. And raspberry. I got three out of four. <laughs> you guys are really good. You guys are really good with that trivia. But yeah, so this was a lot of fun. Postables, we hope you enjoy this episode after our long hiatus and savor this episode because it's the only episode you will probably ever hear me gushing. So savor, <laughs> savor everybody. Yeah, somebody make something. Hashtag it. I don't know. <laughs> gussy jess no that doesn't work we'll we'll figure it (laughs) jess needs a fan (laughs) (laughs) all right postables we'll see you next time bye everybody Bye. thanks for listening to this week's episode of deliver me a podcast to stay up to date on all our episodes be sure to follow us on twitter at deliver me a pod and on instagram at deliver me a podcast we also have a merch store where you can buy tons of postable things for you and your friends. We'll see you next week.